Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We with the Pats and the Edmonton Expo Center. I'm standing with this team jacket on. Glenn Sather walked out on the bench. And I was literally like, ba-ba-ba-ba. And our assistant GM, he was wearing the same jacket. And he was like, you guys, where did you get those jackets? And I'm like, there was my chance to chat with Glenn Slats Saber. And I soiled myself. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Hour 2 of the RP Show. We're coming in hot, coming at you on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live. Maybe you just uh, downloaded the second hour of the podcast and we're not listening to you live. Or you know what I mean. And I know for a fact we're on WQEE 99.1 FM, Metro Atlanta. Um, as we welcome back in Darren Moose DuPont in Hour 2, the lovely, talented, and clean-shaven co-host of the RP Show and the owner of it. Moose, can I say this before I go any further? Two things. Number one, it's going to be a heck of a lot of fun here in Hour 2. Hour 1 was a blur. I looked down at 10 minutes to the hour. I'm like, whoa, is this going fast? So we'll slow things down here. We'll slow things down here a little bit. We'll turn it over to the viewers and listeners if with regards to what they want. I love the fact that I'm getting some mail from Atlanta listeners. That's really great on WQEE. Really fantastic, and I thank them th- for that. But I do feel a little guilt in that you ran around and did all the work last week. And I feel like I'm getting far, far too much credit. <laughs> Not the least of which, too, Clark lining up all the great guests. I feel a little guilty. Can you believe my conscience that I'm sitting <laughs> down here in the beautiful South Florida? Uh, and you did all the work, man. I just want to say thank you for what was a wonderful week covering the 109th Grey Cup. You're welcome. Right but it's not work. It's not work. When you love it, it's not work. It's what we signed up for, right? And I do what I do. You do what you do. Clark does what he does. Everybody comes together, right? Doesn't matter about, you know, work versus this guy or that guy. We're all pulling on the rope and uh, the results are awesome. And that's what matters. Well, it's a wonderful winning team. uh, That's for sure. And one guy at the Friday night party, the Twisted Tea Party at Ballers, he was like, man, that seems like a lot of work, man. You got to stay on top of the NFL and the NHL and the CFL. And now you're into the NBA. Like they're following everything we do. And college football. And I'm like, do you want to repeat that out loud again? And ask me if that's a tough thing to do? Like, we're going to be... Somebody goes, you don't... Rod, you don't ever take vacation. I go, what would I do if I took vacation? I would go to Florida and watch sports. Dude, that's what I do. <laughs> so... That's, that's anyway. what Ben Scully said. They asked him about retiring. and So in your situation, yeah, what would I do? I'd go to Florida. I'd watch sports. And I'd talk about it in the morning. Over coffee, right? Yeah, so, I mean, what would, what would I retire from? And what would I retire to, right? I'm doing what would it. I take a vacation for? Go to where? So, yeah, yeah. thanks to all involved for uh, making life so great. Um, 
Adam in Hamilton wrote in. I don't know if you were watching earlier. He said that uh, he was cheering for the Argos and that because of this show, he's changed the way he looks at his rivals in sports. And I appreciate that if it's a good thing. And it seems to be. And from BW watching in Edmonton says, I agree with Adam. My love for Canadian sports came back through the RP show. Well, that was not intentional. So if that's a fact, uh, thank you guys for listening and that. Uh, but that was <laughs> that was never my goal. We just want to come on here and have fun, talk sports, and be friends with everybody. And by the way, how that all came up was I said, Western Hockey League Championship. Moose Jaw Warriors went to the final. And I did have the year right. Glenn has written in from Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. And he says, 2006, Moose Jaw went to the WHL final and it was swept by the Vancouver Giants. I enjoyed the run, but really wanted to win the championship. And I was, it just dawned on me, Darren, at the time. I'm like, why am I cheering for Moose Jaw? I hate Moose Jaw. At that time, I really, <laughs> really did. Why am I cheering for them? Sometimes things just take over you. And as I, you saw what I said, you can't schedule feelings. Did that make sense to you? Big time. And it, it actually came through last night because I believe to be invested in a game and watch a game with interest and be into it, you can't watch it without a rooting interest. I mean, you can go in and, and be happy for both teams, but you're not really going to be into the game. So I'm sitting there watching the game last night and I'm, and I'm like, who am I cheering for? I'm like, I'd feel really good if Winnipeg won their third in a row. That would be amazing stamp on the league. Oh, but I love pinball and the Argos and Mike Hogan and everybody's really good to us. I really would feel good for them. And as the game went on, I found myself going back and forth with my feelings, but eventually I started pulling for the Argos. I did. My mind was just like, and subconsciously you started cheering for them. You can't schedule the feelings. So it was perfect last night. And then they won and everybody's happy. Can you put that on my tombstone that will actually be higher now than the Empire State Building? You can't schedule feelings. I should put this stuff in a book for the love of God. I'm going to have to take out a bigger insurance policy on your life. I'm going to pay for all this. Tombstone. <laughs> Eric Thomas watching on YouTube says, LOL, LOL, that guy isn't wrong, though. That's a lot of sports to cover. Uh, yeah, but don't tell me it's work. Maybe it is a lot to stay on top of, but I really enjoying what I'm doing, man. I, I'm, and I'm glad that that's evident to everybody. Um, from John in Edmonton, our friend John in Edmonton. Rod, did you really want to get out of Dodge that fast after the game Sunday and head back to your new home in South Florida? Yeah, John, I wanted to get out so bad I left Saturday. How about that? Just so you know. Yeah. Um, I, I love it here so much. Clyde Carpenter, watching out in the Maritimes of Canada, says, great, great cup game. That's why I've been a fan for 45 years. Go to rodpeterson.com right now. Read my commentary or listen to the multiple Saskatchewan radio stations that carry it. I said the CFL always gets the game right. They always get football right. The game should have been brought to you by FedEx. Moose, because when the chips are down, the CFL always delivers. But the fact that it's on the least amount of radio stations that it's ever been on before, the fact that the stadium wasn't full, and I'm not blaming Saskatchewan people for that, nor Ryder fans, you could... You could tie me down, pour gas down my throat, and wave a match over me, and I won't say anything bad about Saskatchewan people because I am one of them. I'm not blaming them that that stadium wasn't full last night, but somebody has to wear the goat horns for that. But I'm not going to sit here 
and bang on them for that. From Safe Moon Dog watching, he says, it's what we do all day anyway. RP just figured out how to get paid for it. He's talking about staying on top of all these leagues. Yes, oh, I ain't stupid. One, I'm not stupid. But breaking news, RP isn't stupid. Although a lot of people seem to think that I am. People are writing in with slap shot lines. Reg Dunlop is watching. He says, Billy Charlebois from <laughs> Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. Uh, from Kevin and Airdrie, BC, he says, it hurts my soul. Sorry, did I say Airdrie, BC? Kevin from Airdrie, yeah. Alberta, writes, and he says, he's a BC I am fan. stupid. He's a BC fan. He says, it hurts my soul that the CFL refuses to partner with such a great show as yours. Missed opportunity. Kevin, I haven't thought about it since I said it an hour ago. I don't care. We're fine. We're absolutely fine. Stop the hurting. Again, we're on two different roads. We're on two different roads. And it's all good. Now, I do want to get to this. Again, for those that weren't listening in hour one or missed it, if you watch the highlights of the USC-UCLA game from Pasadena, it just, it just gets your heart racing. It might be the greatest jersey matchup in football of all time. The powder blue UCLA Bruins, powder blue and gold with the UC, uh, USC, what do you call their jersey? Somebody tell me. The, it's not even burnt red. It's like red. It's the and, they both wore... Yeah, they both wore their roads. They're darks. They both did. It just looked amazing on television. This is what we're turning our attention to. So I don't mind spending this first Monday after the CFL season on the Great Cup, but we are moving on. Um, Alan Lee, you remember the Asian sensation? Was he yes. Our, he wasn't our first ever intern, but he might be the most memorable. The Asian sensation, Alan Lee. Connor Wallman was our first. Right. Well, he went on to junior hockey stardom. He don't need us. Yes. Um, Alan says one thing. He says, yeah, the Grey Cup was great. My only nitpick was not giving Chad Kelly the most outstanding player. And he says, what's your prediction for OBJ landing? Well, I'm settling back into the NFL sitch now. Um I'll get to the Chad Kelly thing in a second. We might have to push that to the next segment of hour two. This is the guy that came off the bench with what? A little under four minutes to go for Toronto and led them on the game-winning touchdown drive. Jim Kelly's nephew. Hell of a story. We didn't really know why Macbeth was taken out of the game. Toronto's starting quarterback. The guy that took a swipe off the commissioner during Grey Cup week last week. Did you... Don't let me move past the OBJ thing, but did you... Was Macbeth hurt? Because we're watching, the I game, think he I'm was hurt. Following, yeah, okay. We, we were asking the Legit. same question in the stadium, and I actually had to go to Twitter and I saw the three down guys. I think they said pulled him out doing an injured Macbeth, but didn't really see much of that. Wasn't really sure what was going on, and I mean Kelly engineered him on the on the touchdown drive, sure, but in terms of player of the game, I mean he only threw six passes. He for forty yards was very impactful. Um, but they gave it to the right guy in Enoch. He almost had another interception earlier in the game. Um, but yeah, he came off the bench and we were wondering, where's Macbeth? Where's Macbeth? Oh, Toronto screwed. And, uh, they weren't, he saved the day. Well, I really great. 
We've had it. We're having a very spiritual show today. I'm sure Kevin the Medium's loving it. Um, did Chad Kelly not say when he signed with the Argos in February that he was going to lead them to a Grey Cup championship, or that was his dream? As our intern Alan Lee would say, the Asian sensation. I remember him saying this specifically. Yes. He spoke it into existence. He manifested it. Chad Kelly. And in the case of Alan Lee, he was talking about Darren and this show, which was just an idea in Darren's head. And now look where we are on national television, on the radio in Atlanta, regional radio. You know, all these podcast platforms. He spoke it into existence. Darren DuPont did. And that's kind of what Chad Kelly did. It really is. And after the game, he was in tears talking about it, you know, how it was been a, it was a tough season for him. And I'm not sure, you know, again, not following the team that closely, why it was a tough season. I mean, <clears throat> McLeod Bethel Thompson, was he not the leading passer in the Canadian Football League? So, I mean, there's no shame in being the number two quarterback on a team where your number one guy is the leading passer in the league. That's not an embarrassing thing, you know, but tough year for him, he says. And, you know, I, I know he had lost his, his grandfather, so maybe that's part of it. And uh, to see that emotion come through when you get to come off the bench and lead your team to a great cup championship, that's just fantastic. I haven't forgotten OBJ, but the comments coming in are great. From Jeff Oldwinkle, he writes that he says, I watched the Grey Cup in New Zealand. Shame the Bombers lost, but really love Janarian's touchdown. A shame the world hasn't discovered Canadian football. And I don't know how they would go about that. That's not our job. I agree with you. It's a, what have I said to you a million times? I've said it about us. If you have a wonderful product and people don't know about you, that's your fault. If people don't know about us, that's our fault. How did Jeff Aldwinkle in New Zealand find us? God, probably, but you got to get out. You got to do what the NFL's doing. Five neutral site games this year, which wrapping up tonight with Monday Night Football, San Francisco, Arizona, and Mexico City. We're all going to be watching it. He packed a lot of thoughts in that one comment on YouTube. The Janarian touchdown came. It wasn't the missed field goal, was it? Uh, punt. I thought, Isn't it a punt return? Yeah. Yeah. I thought they had the game. I thought they had the game one. Um, John in Edmonton writes in, and the Bombers, that is. So, again, kudos yeah. to Toronto for what they did. John in Edmonton says NFL had better TV ratings than the Grey Cup in Canada. All day yesterday. I haven't seen the ratings. Can somebody forward them to me? I would like to see them. Uh, I did say to Darren this morning on the phone, I said, I think the CFL is fighting a losing battle. It doesn't, it's not going to get better. Uh, as I've said many times, you're either going, you're moving no matter what. Whether you're positively or negatively, you're, you're going one way or the other in life. You're never, ever static or standing still. And I don't think the CFL is going in the right direction. I think they're going to follow the way of junior hockey in that they're always going to be around, but they're not going to be packing stadiums. They're not going to be making gobs of money like they were until something blows up. The Canadian pro football version of the Big Bang Theory, and they start all over again. That's what they need. OBJ, I'm, again, I'm settling into this. I think LA Rams fans, they're getting it, man. Sean McVay, these guys, they knew 
They were going to get into cap hell. They were spending for players credit card money, credit card money, credit card money. Look at that team they had last year. But they had to get rid of Von Miller. They can't bring back OBJ. And I feel like Darren, the fans in L.A. get it. It's like, we'll do it for a Super Bowl. And they did it, and they got to be okay with the way things are breaking down for the L.A. Rams this year. We'll talk about where OBJ may go next when we come back. It is the RP Show, and we're on Game Plus Television, live on YouTube right now, your favorite podcast platform, and on the radio, WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. New York Fries is a proud member of the Calgary community, and to give back, they're hosting free public skating opportunities at ice rinks around Calgary. Open to families and the general public in support for Kids Sport Calgary. Visit FamilySkateYYC.com for a full list of times and locations. Presented by New York Fries. Okay, we are back on the old RP show. On this Monday, it is episode number 888. I don't know what that means, but if you're into astrology astrology and numerology, that should mean something. Can we hear from Kevin the Medium on that one? Let's bring in uh, Darren Moose-Dupont here right now. Um, And we're trying to stay pot. What up? What up? You got something? You looked it up, didn't you? (laughs) Angel number 888. Oh, I looked it up at the beginning of the show. It's all about financial prosperity. Financial prosperity. We're all about money. We like it. We like it. So immediately, I went and checked my 50-50 tickets from last night. I did not win, but hopefully one of our viewers did. They announced it this morning or late after the game or whatever. So uh, it's online. You have to check your tickets. not in the game. Glad I asked. Glad I asked. Um, and, and I do not want to uh, turn this in any way, shape, or form into a CFL bash fest, but Tiger Cats guy watching on YouTube says, you're right, Rod, about which way the CFL is going. I was at a bar, and to have the bar staff ask me if that game is on TV, nobody even knew who was playing. And from Janelle in Saskatoon, she says, it's a shame that the CFL is likely going extinct. Just not a lot of interest from the younger generations as a whole. 31,000 attendance. That's not good. I remember when attendance was 50 to 60,000. Okay, last point, and then we're moving on. There wasn't 27,000 in the stadium. There wasn't. I'm listening to the pregame show, and I'm not going to say any more other than one of the people on the TSN crew was like, there's going to be more than 33,000 in here today. Packable. And I'm like, oh, stop. Stop lying. Because there's not. You lose a lot of credibility when you lie. FYI. There's your third free point you can put down, Moose. Can we just get real about things? That's probably the biggest problem with the CFL right now. And when I look at the NFL and these other leagues, they're not getting smaller. They're getting bigger. <laughs> The radio network decreasing, the crowds decreasing, the revenues decreasing. What more do you need? Sit and tell me we're going to be sold out. Everything's great. Stop lying to me. I don't like it. Uh, 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 uh. But the game was great, as Chris Pome watching in Guelph, Ontario says. Great game. 
And great, great cup. That part's true. Have you been watching Yellowstone at all? Yes. Got where did you have time? One. Where have you? Where have you had time? Oh, I watched. We watched episode one last week, middle of the week. I, I took one of the days. Maybe it was Wednesday or Thursday in the calm before the party and the weekend and everything else. But we watched episode one, and I think episode two might be after Monday Night Football tonight if it's not too late. Okay. Um, got some questions coming in coming in here, and I'll get to them if I can. By the way, Zig Fricasse coming up next segment. You know what? For Alan, the intern who wrote in and said, where's OBJ going to land? Let's push that to Zig Fricasse from Sirius XM NFL Radio because he's coming up next from New Jersey. Unless he's going back into work now in downtown Manhattan where what a wonderful story. I've got into those stories, haven't I, Darren? I don't want to bore anybody you have. with those again. Ha- yeah, hanging out with Zig Fricasse at Sirius XM NFL Radio. Because the NHL studios are in Toronto, but the NFL studios are in New York, Avenue of the Americas. It's like a block from the NHL offices. And I will just tell you this, because we are broadcast nerds, and I know a lot of our people watching are also broadcast nerds. Zig was giving me the tour of Sirius XM radio, and I'm like, this is like any other radio station. There was nothing real special about it other than yeah. Howard Stern's wing of the floor, which nobody could get near. It was locked because this was over um, New Year's, between Christmas and New Year's, and Howard's always gone. If you're a Howard fan, he's never there. And uh, we couldn't get near it, but that's okay. Zay gave me a tour of all the studios. Like I only listened to a couple channels, NHL, NFL, Prime Country which is hosted out of Nashville. You don't have satellite radio, do you? Oh, we, we got it now. We got the, uh, the, the, the trial, and we're into it now. So I'm with you. The prime country, when satellite first came out, what was it, in the late night, early 2000s, somewhere in there, and prime country used to be Merle Haggard, right, and, that, and Hank Williams and that generation. Now prime country is the stuff I grew up with. 90s country, you know, and early 2000s country. And I'm like, that's my cup of tea. Which is good, too. Which is good, too. But I is is not (laughs) into bro country. It's not my thing. Um, I'm calling the Grey Cup halftime show a win because Tyler Hubbard of Florida, Florida Georgia Line fame played Cruz. And to be honest with you, my phone was going off with all my old drinking pals. I could show you this. No, I'm serious. Roddy, it's our song <laughs> on my Canadian phone. And I'm like, don't remind me. I remember my old radio station I used to work at, which, as you know, was an AM country station. And I said on the air after I quit drinking, I don't listen to country music anymore because it reminds me of drinking and hurting. So I don't. And then some Karen Snowflakes called radio station manager. Rod said he's not listening to country music anymore, and you guys are a country music station, so you better talk to him about that. And even the management knew better than to bring that up with me. Rod doesn't have to prove anything in the province of Saskatchewan, period, listening to country music or not. 
Uh, anyways, Allie in Texarkana writes in. She says, Beth, last night, OMG. Uh, from Jeff, the Stamps fan. Yellowstone Season 5, Episode 1. Sure took a shot at us Canadians. Um, I don't think that they did. You'd have to be more specific. I didn't. I watched the first two episodes. I did not take it in any way. Is that when they were rank, stealing the horses? Yeah, I think they were talking about the jails. They were saying, you know, do you think they want to go to, you know, jail in Canada or in the U.S. where it'll actually feel like jail? So I think, is that it? It's the that truth. It's yeah. the truth. Listen, certified mental health coach, addiction recovery professional right here who has never touched drugs in my life, but I can tell you this. If you're going to deal drugs, you want to do it in Canada or be caught in Canada, not the United States. How about that? Like, Jeff, how's that a shot? It's the truth. We have a far more lenient judicial system in Canada than the United States. How's that a shot? It's fact. You guys got to stop getting your butt hurt over the truth. Like, come on, Darren. What's that? How's that a shot when it's fact? Please tell me. No, I'll wait. I didn't. I didn't take it as a shot. You know, he did. All. I actually. I know he took it as a shot, and I liked actually in that scene how they they had the basically the RCMP didn't use the term RCMP, just said police, but they had all it looked very authentic, like the RCMP, and uh, it was actually a pretty cool scene. And you know what? I wanted them to get caught in the states too. So, I, yeah, just enjoy the show and don't worry about but the little details. Right. Jeff, in, uh, Jeff in Winnipeg says, it is the truth. Like, what, it's a shot at us. The stadium wasn't full in Rajani yesterday. Oh, yeah, screw you. But it wasn't. So, <laughs> I'm so over it. And uh, Jeff, by the way, says Rod's impersonations are so spot on. LOL. Who did I who did I impersonate? I'm not, oh, the Karen. The Karen. Oh, uh, Rod. Rod said he doesn't listen to country music anymore. So, can you go in there and rap his knuckles? But most days they would. On that day they knew that they couldn't. And here's another one. I don't know if you've seen this yet. How many episodes you said you saw one? One. Okay. You don't need to cover your ears. You'll enjoy this. Just get this one. (laughs) They're talking about John Dutton and his arch nemesis in the show goes, you were supposed to end him. And now he's come back even stronger. Who's that sound like Moose? Oh, (laughs) my. Right. He'll just go away. He took care of him. Yeah. You were supposed to end him, and now he's come back even stronger. Dang nabbit. Yeah. It's like an episode of Scooby-Doo. <laughs> um, <laughs> from BW in Edmonton. Well, you know the Scooby-Doo. When they rip the guy's mask off, and he's like, I would have got yeah. away with it, too, if it wasn't for those rascally kids. Um, Don, our that? Navy friend, who, by the way, came to the Grey Cup party Friday night. He said, which is worse, the most incarcerated country in the world or Canada's revolving door prison system? I've gone way further down that road than I want to. Fair? <laughs> We're debating Fair. it, but all it is was truth. 
902-518-3033. Everybody's writing in and says Macbeth hurt his thumb. That was the starting quarter. Mike Lee, Mario Mike, Glenn from Moose Jaw, all saying Macbeth dislocated his thumb. From Dougal Cameron, he says the first thing that has to happen, he's in Calgary, you've met Dougal, he came down to the Great Eagle. The first thing that has to happen for the CFL to flourish is to write a severance check to Randy Ambrosi. Start there. Just passing it along. From Metal Shingle Guy, he writes, hang on a second. This is the one thing that I don't, well, I know the CFL doesn't realize because we got this on Friday. Um, People were listening to the show on WQEE and texting us from far-flung places like Canton, Georgia, and Flowery Branch, Georgia, and Duluth, Georgia. They're all listening, and they're like, we tune tune in your commissioner's news conference because you guys were talking about it. This guy's bad. So we are exposing the Canadian Football League to new fans, new viewers, new markets. So you're not just in this little fiefdom that you think you are. And just leave us alone. Like, do you get the sense that they want to grow? Because I don't. I know, right? It's almost like <clears throat> it's our club. We got the people we want in it, and we're going to continue to, you know, operate that way. But no, I think there's a lot of people inside the CFL, not just the office, but uh, you know, throughout the the league and the teams and partners that do want to grow. We've had those conversations. You know, and especially when it comes from the players, you know, we see it on social media, begging people to say, look at this game that we saw on Sunday. It's amazing. And we need to work to grow the league. There's a lot of people banging on that, but there's a lot of people that aren't that need to. I don't know if they'll ever get on the same page. And to be honest, I don't know if the NFL and the NHL are almost on the same page at the ownership level. As a matter of fact, I'm sure they're not. Wally Buono actually sat me down and explained to me how it works in the NFL specifically because Wally would know. For those that don't know the U.S. viewers, Wally's the winningest coach of all time in the Canadian Football League, but he also gets it. He's not one of those coaches, of which they are my friends, but I want to slap them, that would play in an empty stadium and not care if there was any. As a matter of fact, they'd prefer to play in an empty stadium and not have it televised either because their plays might get out. (laughs) Guys, no. No. I do have one of the coaches uh, from the Argos writing me. I should tell you. I'm not going to tell you who it is. I'll tell you later. He says, let's catch up soon. I'm off Twitter now. I was hoping to see you at Grey Cup. You got to be fast to catch up with me. Uh, Metal Metal Shingle Guy in the Queen City writes in. He says, well, boys, when the football gods righted the good ship, Argonaut, it was a beautiful thing. CFL's last three minutes rock. And he says, I kind of get the feeling Bo Levi Mitchell is going to the Argos. Uh, Mark Tressman said it, probably the wisest man to ever come through the Canadian Football League. Can I say the wisest American to ever come through the Canadian Football League? Because I would put Wally up as the wisest Canadian and then Tress as the wisest American. But he said 57 plus three, 57 plus three, 57 plus three. The last three minutes are its own football game entirely. You think you've won it after 57 minutes. The game starts over again. You need to refresh. It's not over. And we saw that in this game. Specific. We saw it in so many great cups. 
Yeah. We'll continue this in overtime. Other than to say Sean in Vancouver is watching on Game Plus TV, and he says, bring back the beard, Moose. <laughs> is that going to happen? Not yet. Okay. See you in OT? Later. I'll see you then. Okay. We're going to New York next. Talking some NFL with Zig Fricasi. You Falcons fans down there on WQEE. Listen up. We'll talk about the Falcons when we come back. It's the RP Show Game Plus TV. YouTube Live, your favorite podcast platform, and WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. RP show continues, and you always love when you learn a lot. Hour one, Scott Laughlin from Sirius XM NHL Radio said, if you are in a playoff spot at U.S. Thanksgiving in the NHL, you're going to make the playoffs 90% of the time. So that's good news for those that are. And uh, I'm excited to learn something from Zig Fricasi. Let's bring him in. Sirius XM NFL Radio, our good friend Ziggy. What's up, boss? How you doing, my friend? Been a bit, Been a little bit, huh? Far too long I could talk to you every day, although I feel like I am. When I listen to you on SiriusXM, your thoughts on the 109th Grey Cup, Toronto's one-point win over Winnipeg, please. Zig, you, I'm sure you watched it. Actually, I, I did because the Cowboys game got out of hand, and if you're a Cowboys fan, you absolutely love that because it was so dominant. Uh, the other games were pretty good, but I uh, did uh, manage to watch that a little bit and uh, when the Rutgers kid broke the punt return for the touchdown, I thought Winnipeg had the game in control. But you know as well as I do, Rod, when you start missing extra points, sure enough, it comes back to bite you. Chad Kelly, of course, Jim's nephew, uh, showed a lot of resolve uh, coming in for MBT and leading them to the victory. And then ultimately, the back and forths with the block kicks. It almost felt in some ways, Rod, maybe like Super Bowl three. Because the Colts, or a.k.a. the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, were like the dominant team. And Toronto, you don't want to undersell what they did, but it was almost like they were the Jets in Super Bowl three in some way. They were the better team for the most part of the game. They deserved to win. Winnipeg a worthy champion, but Toronto was the better team yesterday. It certainly constitutes an upset for sure. And you always love right. in the big games when, when you can't. When they don't go according to script, it's always fun. Exactly. Speaking of that, we had a question earlier about OBJ's landing spot, Odell Beckham Jr., and I'm literally just getting back into the NFL thing right now. I'm like, I'm going to push it to Zig. What do you, who are the All options right. for OBJ right now, Zig? Well, I know that the Cowboys are interested in him. I think even Stephen Jones said it on his radio show today that uh, uh, they're in strategic talks, whatever the heck that means. Jerry had mentioned it uh, <laughs> over the weekend that uh, they were going to talk to OBJ over the weekend. And so, boy, you know, they are seven and three. And you wonder, you know, he's not the OBJ that made the one-handed catch on Sunday night against the Cowboys back in, what was it, 2014. He's not that type of player anymore. Is he going to be a guy to, you know, be a prima donna and divide a pretty tight locker room? Although Parsons and Zeke Elliott and all these other guys seem to want him. So that may not be a problem. Um, 
It had been mentioned Green Bay was in the mix, but gosh, with what their record is right now, Rod, I probably doubt that they would be uh, maybe a second uh, calling with the Giants because, yes, they lost another couple of receivers yesterday, and they are razor thin there. Would he want to go back to where uh, his career started? So it's going to be interesting to see ultimately where he winds up and uh, if he winds up anywhere. He seems to be recovered now uh, from that ACL injury. Well, we'll certainly take him in uh, Dallas for sure. Ryan in New York, hang on. I'm going to get to your question about the Jets, but we're now on the air in Atlanta, Metro Atlanta. I don't know if you know that or not, WQEE. So how about those Falcons, man? This was, I thought, supposed to be a tank job. And here we are past the halfway point, and they're in contention for the division lead. Yeah, it's uh, kind of a weak division, Rod, to be perfectly honest with you, because the Bucs are in first place at 5-5. and But, hey, that's the way it goes. Um, to me, Atlanta, yeah, it's a transformation from the era of Matty Ice and, you know, Julio Jones and that recent era. They got to a Super Bowl, of course, under Dan Quinn, but have uh, largely regressed since. But under Arthur Smith, they seem to have found a different identity. Uh, they are a tough-nosed football team, maybe a little devoid on talent, but they're going to run the ball at you. They're going to pound the rock at you. And I thought yesterday was a pretty good character win for them. They fell behind early against Chicago. And then Cordero Patterson uh, set the NFL record for kickoff returns with that touchdown after his fumble contributed to the Bears uh, score that made, I think it was 17-7 at that point. But then he atoned for that. And then Atlanta just pounded the rock at Chicago, uh, forced uh, Fields into some bad throws. Uh, Watkins, the interception late. Uh, just preserve the victory. So they are opportunistic defensively. They pound the rock offensively. Mariota's not spectacular, but he's been solid. And that ground game has been absolutely lethal. So uh, Arthur Smith, of course, the fa- uh, the son of Fred Smith, I believe, the man who founded uh, yes. FedEx. So uh, he's doing a good job. They've got a different identity in Atlanta, and they're hanging around in the NFC South. He doesn't need the money. And what a wonderful way that is to let, you know what I'm saying? He's not doing it for the job. He's, he's doing a very good job. I think he's got a different perspective than a lot of people in the game. Um, so the Jets lost at New England 10-3. A lot of punts in that game, Zig. Ryan in New York says, uh, for Zig, how important, how important are the next seven weeks for the New York Jets? And more importantly, Zach Wilson, who I understand uh, threw a bit of a fit after the game. Well, I'm not sure, Rod, it was a fit. Uh, and for Ryan, too, I'm not sure it was a fit, but the fact is he was asked about because the Jets played so well defensively. They did have six sacks of uh, Mac Jones and limited them to just three points. Now, they were able to move the ball. They had almost 300 yards of total offense, but still uh, the defense was solid. Uh, back to Zach Wilson, a reporter essentially asked, do you feel like you let down the defense because they limited to just three points? And his answer was no. Now, you could read that, Rod, into that maybe the young man, who I still believe is talented and still has a lot of learning to do, he doesn't understand the gravity of it. When you are a leader and the quarterback is the leader of the football team, you know, you can say all you want, well, the left tackle or the middle linebacker or the corners may be the leaders, and they they do in their own way, but still the quarterback is the face of the team. When he can't accept responsibility for his own actions. And they had 103 yards passing. I think it was minus 22 rod in the second half. So that is a stat you can't live down. 
In the final analysis, I think the next seven games are going to be a telltale sign. If we don't see any improvement, I think the Jets maybe have to wipe the slate clean, look towards the draft or maybe even free agency, or if there's a trade out there to be had, maybe they got to look for that proverbial next quarterback. And I thought Zach Wilson is it. Maybe he is, but the young man, I think, needs to mature awfully quickly. He's a sophomore, Zach, as you know, out of BYU. He'll he'll grow up probably the hard way. Who knows if it'll be with the Jets or not. Ryan O'Radio, by the way, opping the show down at WQEE. Metro Atlanta says NFL Radio Network. Awesome, RP show. Well, Zig makes it awesome. He's a longtime friend of mine. They want to know who you think Sean Payton will coach next. Ooh, good question. <laughs> um, right? Yeah, I'll tell you where I think he'd be ideal is the team we saw on prime time last night, the Los Angeles Chargers. For whatever reason, even with the great Justin Herbert and the healthy Keenan Allen or healthier Keenan Allen, Mike Williams got hurt again, unfortunately. But here's a team, Rod, that for whatever reason, they've got all the pieces, they got all the talent. Maybe we overrate a little bit of the talent, but Herbert thinks the real deal. For whatever reason, they can't seem to win the close games. Now, I think a lot of that is they're, they could be afraid to win. They don't have a mindset to win. And that maybe comes from the head coach. And Staley, again, was a, you know, the hot coordinator who came off the Rams and then goes, you know, across the locker room, if you will, to the L.A. Chargers. But uh, it might be one of those things where the Chargers have a playoff caliber team. And if the Spanos family decides to move on from Staley, that would be a strong possibility. You know, people want to keep longing for him going back to Dallas. But, you know, here's the thing. Sean Payton probably knows Jerry Jones as well as anybody. Would he want to get into that? By the way, Mike McCarthy's actually done a pretty nice job this year. So uh, it it would probably be the L.A. Chargers because at this particular point, I'm not seeing... You know, maybe, I don't know if Cleveland moves on from Stefanski. I don't know if Payton would want that job, but those would be a couple that immediately come to mind. Zig, uh, as always, our time goes far too fast. I'll say this, your voice is sounding stronger. What are you doing, man? You sleeping more? You on some some, uh, supplements? What's going on, man? You're killing it. You sound great. Well, I appreciate that. It's this uh, sure mic that uh, Nick Pavlatos, my boss, lets me do my shows from home. And then I got a new computer, too, so maybe there's that extra boost in there. <laughs> nah, I think it's you. I think it's you. Okay, Ziggy, keep in touch, man. Keep up the great work. Happy, th- well, it's, well you, the Canadians already had their happy Thanksgiving, but since you've been in the States, we'll give you the American Thanksgiving there, Rod. Gobble, gobble, happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Zig. Thanks, Zig Fricasi from Sirius XM NFL Radio, just one of the good ones. We got overtime coming up next. Moose will rejoin us. It's the RP Show, Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, your favorite podcast platform, and WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Okay, we're back. 
It's overtime. It's for the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the National Football League and the UFC. And uh, let's bring in uh, the Moose now for this final overtime segment. For many people, it's their favorite. They're banging around garbage cans. I don't know if you heard this or not. The dumpsters here, uh, Moose. We're a dumpster fire today. Uh, what's your takeaways today, Moose? What'd you learn? I learned a lot. No, I, um, <clears throat> you know, it's good just to sit back here and reflect on what was a great weekend. You know, um, the CFL is a great league that has their own share of problems, but, you know, we can celebrate it when it, when, when the time is, is needed, like Grey cup week, it's awesome to be able to just enjoy it with all the, the people who make the league great, the players, you know, the people around the game. Um, so that was really, really great. You know, whether this league is something that we talk about all year long or something that we, you know, don't because the league goes its own way, you know, I can, I can safely say we can always enjoy Grey Cup, right? We will always yeah. enjoy Grey Cup. And uh, so it's awesome to sit back and just have coffee and reflect on it this morning. As I say, the game should have been presented by FedEx because the CFL always delivers. <laughs> Robin and Prince Albert writes that he says, banging garbage bins or the Houston Astros staying by you, Rod? Hello. How about that? Nice one, guys. That's their right on it today. Uh, Bingo! John in Edmonton wants to know which of the three NFL games on Thursday will be on TSN. We don't know, John. We're not TV guide. Uh, Jeff, the Stams fan, wants to know, will Rod be on the air Thursday slash Friday? Yeah. I don't think Jeff was watching earlier when I said I don't ever take a day off because what would I do? What would I do? I would be in South Florida watching football. That's my job. So I'll just stay on the air and, and do that. There is a – got a big workout planned. That I got through that one yesterday, Moose, the 90-minute workout. I – I told Moose just before I went into the gym, the studio, Orange Theory, Moose, if I die, I want to tell you I love you and thank you for everything. You may never hear from me again. Yes. The 1,000 oh, rep challenge. I yeah. did. I saw the Instagram post after, and I did a little prayer. I said, okay, he made it through. He's still standing after the, after the workout. I don't know where to go here. <laughs> Jeff, the Stams fan says, Rod, you take off holidays all the time. <laughs> Get fair. Uh, remembrance. To, if it was up to me, I wouldn't. But the network um, takes off the stat holidays. Jordan seems to think he wants to have a life. I don't know why. Director Jordan thinks he <laughs> needs to have all this time off once every six months. Um, the guy who's so, well, yeah, I'm, maybe he's lost his title as doing the most shows. But at one point, he never took a day off. Ever. I think he still has. I think he still has. Clark's telling me in my ear that Jordan is still leading. He has worked more RP shows than anybody else. I believe he has. Clark's probably number two. You and me, Darren, are probably in last <laughs> place on that one. Uh, yeah, buddy. I did, for whatever, I had so much to do this morning that I did not put down tonight's games in the NHL, but I did, I did mention them earlier. Um, that's okay because other, yeah, mm -hmm. no, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, ahead. if we needed to do an, an on tap, it's a big week on tap 
for football. Sports on tap. You have more, yeah. more NFL this weekend, but you got the Vanier Cup Saturday. And maybe, you know, outside of that um, Alabama Tennessee game earlier, maybe one of the biggest college football games of the year, Michigan, Ohio State's on Saturday, too. So it's going to be another big weekend. <laughs> another big week. Jennifer from the Four Seasons writes in and says, All the games are on TSN4. Well, that's clean and easy. From Ryan All Radio at WQEE says, Another great show. Thank you, Ryan. I don't know how you people do it, but that's why I'm wearing this bracelet that quite literally says one day at a time. Do you think now that you know me, last minute of play in the RP show, do you think, Darren, now as you know me as well as you do, that I'm even thinking about Thursday and what channel the games are on? No. How do you guys do it? Let somebody else buy the turkey and stuff. You'll make your plans Wednesday afternoon. I'm trying to get through today, which incidentally, in 20 minutes, I will be on Winnipeg Sports Talk with Hustler talking about the 109th Great Cup. And as I've said to Darren, we are not what we tell our people we are. We are what our people, our consumers tell us what we are. And we're big CFL guys getting into NHL guys, NFL guys, college football, all the rest of it. But we're not just... CFL people. Our AB3 says he's got limo service for us in Hamilton if we need it. We'll worry about that the day before next year's breakup. Thanks, Moose. <laughs> Thanks, AB. See yeah. you all tomorrow. Who has more fun than us? <laughs> Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.